All right. I want to welcome everyone to my very first podcast. This is actually an introduction to the new podcast. This podcast is called Faith in the Outdoors. And I really just wanted to take a minute to not just introduce everybody to this podcast, but give you the background on how I got to this point. I am a little bit of a storyteller, which is why I think podcasting is probably a good outlet for me. And so I want to give you a little bit of the story of what got me to the point of starting this podcast called Faith in the Outdoors. So that's what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be how I got to this point and what is my vision for this. And in just a few minutes, I'm going to record, I would say, really my first podcast with somebody. As if you're watching me on the video format, you can see I have an empty chair sitting next to me with another mic. I have somebody coming in just a few minutes who I'm going to record the first episode with, um, really covering content. But this is kind of like if you were reading a book right now, this video is kind of like the introduction to the book. And then the first chapter is going to be with my first guest who's coming in, <clears throat> excuse me, in just a few minutes. So how did I get to this point right here? Probably in around 2010, I found myself a little frustrated because I had such a passion for Catholic evangelization and I was not really finding an outlet for that. So just to explain what I mean, um, back in the 1990s, I really felt called by God to share his word, Jesus Christ, with the whole world. And I started to do that through street evangelization, which was out of the norm at that time for Catholics. I mean, here I was a Catholic walking through the streets, proclaiming Jesus and the Catholic faith as Jesus is portrayed through the Catholic faith. And I was knocking on doors in evangelization missions, things like that. And I ended up writing down my stories and giving them to family members, trying to inspire them in their faith. And my grandmother in particular said, Sean, you have to write a book. I never thought about really writing a book about these types of things, but she really kept urging me to do so. So I ultimately compiled those stories into my first publication, which I titled, Will You Spread My Word For Me? I published that in 2005, and I started to like give it to pastors, send it to bishops and things like that, just asking, hey, can I come and inspire the people in your church or your diocese? I really want to promote the true presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, things like that. These are very Catholic things. We'll get into what, what I mean by that in probably other episodes for those of you who aren't Catholic and are not familiar with that. But um, so anyhow, in trying to reach out to you know, pastors and stuff, they, they were ignoring me. They were like, I would call, they'd hang up on me. Like, who is this guy? If a bishop responded to my effort to give him my book, he would say, thanks for the book. I'll pass it on to the right person, et cetera, et cetera. People who are reading it, like lay people were like, man, I, I really love this book. I find it so inspiring, but I couldn't really get church leaders to even take a look at it. And then I finally had one priest talk to me on the phone, very kind of, Let's just, I'll be honest, he was very short and rude about it. And he's like, does your book have the nihil opstat and imprimatur? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, then I'm not even, I wouldn't even consider you. So I took the book off the market and I submitted it to my bishop asking, requesting it be reviewed and re for the designation of nihil opstat imprimatur, which means nothing in the publication goes against Catholic teaching. 
So I was granted the Nihil Opstat Imprimatur. I republished the book in 2009 with some additions. I added to the end of the book. So it was more complete, and it had the Nihil Opstat Imprimatur. Tried sending it out to bishops again and to priests, and they wouldn't talk to me. And I'm like, okay, you know what? This is all about God. It's about me trying to answer his call to evangelize and spread his word. And if, if they don't want to give me a chance then it just is not my time. It's not God's timing for me to do this yet. So I kind of backed off. Here is where things began to change. And so this is kind of, I kind of alluded when I first started talking. Um, When I was in, it was 2010, I was a little frustrated. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make some YouTube videos. I started off making some Catholic evangelization YouTube videos. And I had some that were doing really well. And, you know, I suddenly had like a thousand subscribers. At the same time, my biggest hobby is archery and bow hunting. And I really felt called by God to use that platform to try to reach people who are interested in archery and bow hunting with like a a gentle message of prayer and ethics and things like that. And God, you know, just try to bring them to God in a sense. And so... I began this Sean's Outdoor Adventures YouTube channel because I was intending to, you know, upload fishing, hunting, archery videos, those types of things. Well, in a very short period of time, the Sean's Outdoor Adventures YouTube channel really skyrocketed. I mean, I had about 10,000 subscribers before I even realized what was going on, whereas my Catholic one had 1,000. And, you know, bishops weren't really giving me the time of day. Priests weren't either. And so I started to question, like, is God trying to say something with all this? So next thing I knew, I had 20,000 subscribers on the Sean's Outdoor Adventures channel and still maybe around 1,500 on the Catholic. So I sat down and I said, okay, Lord, if you are calling me to put more effort into the Sean's Outdoor Adventures angle for evangelization right now, please just make that clear. The next day, I am not kidding. The next day, I got an email from a bishop, a Catholic bishop, who said, Sean, I wanted to learn archery, and I came across your Sean's Outdoor Adventures YouTube channel, and you taught me archery. At the same time, I found out you wrote a book. Now, at that time, um, I think it was right around that, you know, that time, I wrote a book called Becoming a World-Class Hunter, A Bow Hunter's Spiritual Journey. So it was kind of like my spiritual journey in the context of bow hunting and how God was helping me develop my prayer life through that and things, you know, and trying to bring about the message of ethics and making good choices in life, things like that. So he read that and I mentioned in there that I'm Catholic and he felt compelled to write to me and say, Sean, keep doing what you're doing. So here I had sent all these, uh, you know, books and letters to priests and bishops with, you know, trying to start, just a Catholic evangelization ministry to promote the the true presence of Jesus in the Eucharist and to promote Catholic evangelization. And they weren't even like giving me the time of day because to them I was a nobody. And here this bishop writes to me because you could almost say the Holy Spirit led him to my content in Sean's Outdoor Adventures. He even went as far as to read my book, whereas you know, he purchased the book and read it and then felt called to, to write to me. And here I'm sending books out. So as you can see the dynamic there, I'm like, okay, God, I'm going to spend more energy on Sean's Outdoor Adventures. 
So I worked at it, and the next thing you know, I it grew to 100,000 subscribers. Praise the Lord. I give all that credit to God, all the glory to God. Now, when I got to 100,000 subscribers, everything just kind of paused. Like it stopped growing. Like YouTube is where I was uploading these videos, and um, they changed all their algorithms. And, and from what I've been told, maybe they sort of demote videos that mention God. I don't really know. Um, also being that it was there was hunting content on there that was frowned upon. They started to kind of pull back. So very interestingly, I started to get emails from hundreds of people saying, did you delete your channel? It's no longer in my subscribe list. I can't find it. So something strange was going on for sure. And then I was receiving emails from other people like, I no longer get notified if you do uploads. I haven't gotten a notification in six months or a year. So there was a weird dynamic and my channel stalled at 100,000 subscribers. And I was like, okay, Lord, I trust in you. Like this is all for you. I, you know, I want it to be all for you. I want it to be about you. And, and in the context of all that, I want to introduce another component that was going on in my faith journey. So we lived in, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I lived there most of my life, except after college, I joined the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal to uh, discern if I might be called to be a priest. And through my discernment, years and years and years went by. I stayed there and prayed and prayed and prayed. I just felt like God saying, this is not your calling. <laughs> Thanks, but this is not what I'm calling you to. I'm actually calling you to the marriage vocation. And so it took me a few years of discernment to realize God's message is consistent, and I was like pounding my head against the wall trying to do something I wasn't called to do. So I came home from that, and in the context, I still wanted to do things with evangelization. So that was in 2001 I came home from that. And, and all this time, I've been searching for ways to invest my energy in evangelization. And then in 2015, there was a lot of diocese started to hire directors of evangelization. I'm like, man, that is me right there. And so in order to best prepare myself to potentially get one of those positions, I started to earn a master's in theology so that I could, you know, be better sit, you know, suited to apply for and hopefully obtain one of those positions. I had the real life experience, but a lot of them required that, that piece of paper, that certificate that says you got this degree. So uh, I got my master's, finished it up, and um, it, it's a very long story, but ultimately I came across a position as soon as I finished in Iowa that was hiring a director of adult faith formation, and they really had all this verbiage of wanting um, someone in, in evangelization. I'm like, well, you know, I've always wanted to live in Iowa because of the bow hunting, and um, I actually even pitched the idea to my wife when we first got married before we had children, she was like interested in looking into it. But then as soon as we had children, our families are in Pennsylvania. And she's like, no, let's just stay here. So I didn't think it would ever happen. Anyhow, this job was listed. And, you know, we talked about it's a long story, but I applied for it. Ultimately, we prayed about it. I got it. We both felt like, OK, we think this is what God's calling us to. We moved to Iowa. So I'm doing this position for about three and a half years. And I felt this growing um, frustration inside of me. And I'm like, what is going on? The growing frustration was because with that position, there was so much that I had to do 
that prevented me from actually working in evangelization the, with the energy investment that I've always wanted to. So what I mean by that is, as a director of adult faith formation, I had to plan events. I had to get resources for events. Like if it was a if it was a family picnic, I'm out buying hot dogs, hamburgers, counting rolls. Hey, do we have enough this? Do we have enough that? You know, uh, what time do we need to get? you know, to the park to start cooking. And, you know, I got to go over to the park and, and make a reservation. So there's all this stuff. Now at the event, I could make a few mentions of something evangelization oriented, but what I wanted to do was work one-on-one with people. Like, like what is your current effort in sharing your faith with others? And then listen to them and then give ideas on how they could amplify that and be more effective and and all that kind of stuff because I've had so much experience in that area. So that's the kind of evangelization work I wanted and I wasn't anywhere near getting to do that and I had to come to terms with the fact that I need to leave this position in order to maybe get a director of evangelization role. So through prayer, discernment, talking with the pastor, talking with my wife, you know, months and months of even a year of discernment, I finally step out of the role. And when that happened, I was like, okay, Lord, just make it clear. Whatever you want next, make it clear. And I thought maybe we'd move back to Pennsylvania and I'd, you know, find a diocese there hiring a director of evangelization, something like that. Well, the next morning, my wife gets this incredible, like, uh, promotion offer from where she worked which was like a no-brainer. This, this was the last piece she needed for her long-term goal in her career, and it was the work experience she needed, I mean. And so we're like, yeah, this is it. Take it. So then I had to pause my journey as far as director of evangelization. So as you can see, my thrust has been evangelization with my life decisions because that's what I'm passionately drawn to. At the same time, I have this hobby interest like archery hunting, and I've tried to use that to reach people gently with a message of prayer and ethics and and things like that. But clearly, like, there was something going on in my life. So God paused everything else, and I had to work within the confines of my life right now. What can I do? to evangelize and spread the new evangelization. And I was, I was a couple weeks ago, uh, maybe a week or two ago, I was climbing up and down the mountains in Colorado. I, I shaved a few pounds of fat off people. That's, it, was, it was exerting. I honestly came back the same weight, but you could tell a difference. So there was less body fat and a lot more muscle on this body of mine because of all the hiking and all the weight that I was carrying around and while I was doing it, I was just searching and praying, searching and praying, Lord, what do you, what do you want? Now, for years, I've thought about, I've, I've pondered starting a podcast, but I just never really took that step to do it. And so, um, in the end, through all of that, I just, you know, this idea was in my mind, maybe it's time to start that podcast. And because of the area that God's kind of allowed me to flourish, which is in the outdoor forum right now, I really feel called to start there. I have other podcasts I want to record. I have, like, I want to do these scripture podcasts. I want to do, like, church documents. I have all these ideas that I've been sitting on for years. I have all these books that I'm working on finishing right now on the new evangelization. And so 
I have other podcasts I want to do, but this is where I'm starting, Faith in the Outdoors, because I want to continue to provide ideas of faith in the outdoor area. So like people who are interested in outdoor related things. So this podcast, Faith in the Outdoors, is going to have two components to it. So each episode I imagine being about an hour. And so the first half hour, I want to have a discussion of faith with somebody. The second um, half hour, and I just got a text from the guy who is going to be in this episode here. And... Um, He's on his way, so I got to start wrapping this up. But anyway, the first half is uh, faith-related. The second half is outdoor-related. Because my audience is in that area, I ultimately want to open it up to people who follow me who, if people want to be on an episode. So, for example, today I'm going to have someone in person, and the, the next, hopefully, five or so episodes, I'm going to find local people that are going to sit here and do this podcast with me. But then as time goes on, I'm going to be inviting, and actually I'm going to make the invitation right now. Even if, even if you're not Catholic, or especially if you're not Catholic, if you have faith-related questions and you'd like to be on a Faith in the Outdoors podcast with me, send me an email through one of my websites. I've got three main websites, seansoutdooradventures.com, which is S-E-A-N-S, and then outdooradventures.com. Uh, I also have catholicguestspeaker.com. And then I have newcatholicevangelization.org. So those are my three primary websites that I'm working with right now. You can email me through any one of those if you'd like to be on it. And, um, you know, if so example, for example, if you're not Catholic and you have questions about the Catholic faith that you've never had satisfactory answers to, and you'd like to be on one of my podcasts, you know, send me an email. Now, if there's also people out there who just have a question, but they don't want to be on a podcast, go ahead and email me that question. And I would like to do some episodes where I'm just reading a list of questions that I've received and answering them for the people who are viewing. So that's kind of my intention with the podcast. I want to kind of grow it out that way. And then, but to, to finish that, that thought, there's also a lot of people, those same people who have outdoor related questions. So like today I have somebody who's new, who's never really bow hunted before, but has hunted in general. So we're going to have a faith related conversation. And then maybe we're going to talk about some of the things he needs to, to realize, think about, or work on to transition into bow hunting and what is different about that what are some techniques and strategies he can use now there might be somebody out there who has faith related questions that has questions about fishing or camping or wilderness survival whatever it is we can have a discussion about that or maybe there's someone who has faith related questions but is an expert in trapping well, hey, I'd love to have you on the show because I'm not an expert in trapping. I know a little bit, but we'd love to hear some of your input on what should beginners look to and, and think about when they want to try trapping and, you know, what are the first things they need to purchase, all that kind of stuff. So that is an introduction to the podcast. So again, about half hour to faith-related topic, half hour to outdoor-related topic, uh, people who are going to be on here, I'm going to ask them to make sure they maintain clean language. Um, that's really important to me. Also, uh, one last thing I want to say, these episodes will be 
uploaded on various platforms. It could be just audio, like a podcast. It could be YouTube. So depending on where you're hearing or viewing this, there may be options to leave comments, but I'm basically not going to allow comments related to faith because I've done that for years, like on my, um, my Catholic YouTube channel, and they're not productive. Sometimes people aren't really searching for an answer. They're just trying to argue, and it's not a healthy environment for anybody. And so if you have a legitimate question of faith that you would like an answer to, I formally invite you to email that to me, and I will try to address it in one of the episodes. For example, Joe from Maine has written in this question, and then I'll answer it. Um, so that way, um, we're providing information and answers to your questions, and it's not a situation where people are just aimlessly arguing. If you want an answer, we're, I'm going to provide it. And if, you, if you're just out to argue, this isn't the place for that. You can find somebody local to argue with in person. Online is not a very um, productive way of of doing that. You know, it's it's about growing closer to Jesus. We want to love Jesus and grow closer to him. That's what it's all about. And that doesn't really facilitate that. Like, you know, going back and forth in posts, you know, under a video, it just, it's not healthy. It's not helping us grow closer to Jesus. So just so everyone is aware, people who are watching and listening, that is the way I want to present this platform. That is the way I want to approach this topic of faith. I want it to be healthy and helpful and not like negative and detracting. I don't want it to be a, um, you know, something that will distract people from what is being shared, if that makes sense. And if you have an outdoor related question, you could also email that. Or if you, you know, you want to be on an episode, we could talk about that. Uh, if you have an outdoor related question, you know, if you post it below the video, perhaps it's something that can be addressed. But in general, all those types of questions I want to do on, you know, a live broadcast, like a like or a, or I guess I should say a recorded broadcast, like I'm doing right now. So that's the vision of the Faith in the Outdoors podcast. Again, this is Sean McVeigh with Sean's Outdoor Adventures and McVeigh Ministries. I want to thank you for tuning in to this new podcast, and I will say in close that I plan to basically post them on Tuesdays. I don't know that I'll have one every single week. It'll depend on what God provides and what's available. But if I have a podcast to post, I will tend to post it on Tuesday. So you could always check in on whatever platform you like to check in on. On Tuesdays, check in to see if a new one's up there. Thank you so much for tuning into this. God bless you and take care.